0: Welcome, PathFolk, to the Find the Path Ventures, actual play of the War for the Crown Adventure Path.
1: Episode 3. Where it's time to party! Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Party like it's 1799. After leg day.
1: <laughs> yes. After, oh, yes, after <laughs> leg day. That took a second right. point, Like, <laughs> ah, I see what you did there.
3: <laughs> we're still in the middle of leg day, though.
1: <laughs>
0: I think we're still on the stairs. I have to wonder how well uh, our, our noble heroes have managed all these stairs after uh, probably not having to do much physical exercise uh, in some time.
4: We're huffing and puffing. Hey, we've kept in physical shape here. I have, at least.
0: And the fact that creeping up on 40, such as I am, uh, mm. I can sympathize with all of these close to 40-year-olds attempting to... Gwen is 40, 40. years old. Yeah, Gwen and I are 40. <laughs> 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 so these are not your young spry adventurers. Still in pretty good physical shape, I think all of them are. So, mm. Especially right. because I didn't require all of you to take the middle-age uh, stat penalties. I uh, did. Thank you for that, by the way. <laughs> it was an option.
4: I did. It made my stats that my charisma higher, so you know what? Oh, there you go. Mm.
0: So, yeah, when last we had left, our heroes, our, our noble scions, if you will, had gathered together in the capital of the nation of Tal'Dor, the capital Ophara, For to meet with a old friend of theirs, a childhood friend that they uh, spent a, a beautiful magical summer with 25 mm-hmm. years ago. Uh, one Martella Lothid,
5: mm-hmm.
0: a close confidant of the Princess of Taldor, Utropia. Mm-hmm. Martelli convinced the party to aid her, well, I guess newly formed party at this point, to aid her in attending a gala, the Exaltation Gala, that was being held at the Senate building in Taldor
6: in Opara. Yeah. And moreover, apparently she's become quite the spymaster in the intervening years. We haven't seen her.
1: Yeah. You gotta indeed. do
0: something with your time.
1: She's got a cool clockwork cricket. So apparently she's, she's also cool. done like mathematics and some
0: engineering and stuff. Yeah, a little yeah. bit of engineering and advanced uh, however the heck clockworks things work in Galarian. I, mm, I really yeah. think that they're still basically magic, but who knows?
1: I feel like it's a combination of magic
0: and machine, you know? Yeah. It uses uh, 40k orc rules. You just believe in it hard <laughs> and it works. <laughs> Next time she paints it oh
6: red,
1: my. so it, yeah. it, you know, goes faster. I'm going to keep that yeah. in yeah. mind for the, the next inventor <laughs> that I play. <laughs>
0: there you go. Mm. But yeah, you had uh, all agreed to go to the Exaltation Gala, wherein there's going to be a vote for a uh, a repeal. Technically, the book defines it as a repeal of primogeniture. Technically speaking, it's a pre- repeal of agnotic primogeniture, which is only males inherent, to a cognotic primogeniture, which is males and females inherit equally. It's really
3: more of a change.
0: Yeah, it's it's more of a... Addendum to it. Uh, however, uh, just in case any uh, any linguistic nerds are sitting there, it's like, um, actually, if you're still planning on having the <laughs> eldest child inherit, that's primogeniture, which is technically all that primogeniture means.
1: Mike Rick. So, welcome, welcome to the Thesaurus podcast, where you try to explain all the big words <laughs> and the we alternatives words. you could have
0: used. <laughs> I may not be able to pronounce words correctly, but I do know what they mean. Oh, yeah.
5: That's
0: so, <laughs> you would then traveled to the the Senate to be a carriage, at which point you were dropped off, stood in line for a long period of time, got to chat with some of the uh, the locals, found out uh, there's some very colorful individuals potentially attending this gala.
4: We yep. want to punch one guy in the throat.
0: <laughs> mm. It's going, uh, uh, yes.
6: Uh, it's yeah. <laughs> Gwen
4: almost started a fight in line. Yeah. Oops. Uh-uh.
6: I demand satisfaction.
4: I'm ready to throw a glove.
6: We were all yeah. joking about how we wouldn't have any combat in the
1: first five episodes. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> Joke's <laughs> on you.
3: Oops, all combats.
0: <laughs> Oops
5: all duels.
2: Duels don't count. Ready to a duel.
0: But you had uh, been pulled out of line uh, as you've been waiting for some time by a woman by the name of Kathleen Zalar. Who yes. seemed to be a member of the uh, the Senate security staff, who had given you all a quick uh, cursory pat down, but more used it as an excuse to pull you out of line and then push you to the front of the line on yep. behalf of uh, you are going to guess Martella, so you guess as a spy mistress, uh, spy mistress, spy master, spy mistress ah. sounds pretty cool. I think
1: it'd be spy mistress, I guess. In
0: that,
3: a uh, spy master could be unisex. I think I think,
0: I think master Maybe, is yeah, I gender know. neutral, but as as a spy master, she uh, had a has a fair number of connections. Apparently, uh, you were even told how to more secretly. Uh, Secure items on yourself in case you needed to hide something while you were That's inside. A, uh, we're a all structure. pretty 2
6: shoes so we would never do that.
3: I'm sure we'll never need to do that.
6: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Who knows? Right.
0: Certainly no books that we're going to need to smuggle about our person. Yeah. Uh, ah, Yes, yes, indeed. And of note, before you uh, made your way to the Senate, you were provided with a list, basically, a verbal list. Although I provided all of my players with an actual list of missions that the Lady Lothied asked all of you to accomplish this evening.
4: I would be such a bad adventure just because my short-term memory sucks. I'd be like, oh, Whose same. name? What? What are we doing? Like That's I why would you have, have to have, have, have a ha- journal. Yes. <laughs>
0: Excuse me, mysterious man in the corner of this bar. Do you have a bullet point version of this? Because I yeah, don't the what i exactly. Yes,
5: <laughs> I need
0: you to summarize what you want nopes. me to do in under yeah. 500 words. That's all <laughs> <there> <laughs> i opens <laughs> a tiny little scroll and all it is is a picture of a dead goblin in a tiny, poorly drawn map. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, Perfect. goblins. That's right. Oh, goblin rules. I have to kill rolls, five right. of them. That's right. <laughs> I have and to kill five of them and then bring back look, their there's ears. There's a place where me then... put the tick marks. Yeah, which yeah. feels
6: really odd, actually, now that I say it that way.
4: <laughs> oh, hey,
0: I can't forget while I'm out, I also need to pick up seven yellow flowers.
4: Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't know That's why. That's
0: true. But yes, after being pulled out of line, all of you were led to the, the stairs that lead their way up to the front of the Senate building.
4: A hundred marble steps of yep. leg day exercise. I don't know yes. how all these nobles in these fancy ass dresses are climbing these stairs. A flight so of let's precisely 100 shape. stairs. We're chatting <laughs> as we ascend. <laughs>
2: Taking breaks as needed. <laughs>
0: I think I mentioned this when I was uh, describing it, but the stairs are, it's a step up, and then the stairs go forward for like three feet. Mm-hmm. Mm. Tall they nobles must end end have line. legs of steel. I mean, that's yep. it. That's the only mm-hmm. explanation. Just it's, two of It's, it's all about
1: showing that you deserve to be mm. there by doing a little physical exercise, you know.
0: <laughs> there was one emperor that was basically like, I am not going to the Senate unless I can ride my horse into that building. And they said, I uh, guess we got to rebuild the stairs. All right. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, I suppose to start things back up, all of you stand on these 100 stairs as you've been ascending towards the pinnacle of the hill, whereupon sits the Senate building. A beautiful white marbled edifice, once gilt in gold, although no longer, as most of the uh, the gold had been flecked or peeled away. Covered with iconography along the outside of it, depicting uh, mostly lions, it seems to be a reoccurring motif because Tal'Dor. However, there are a number of different uh, legendary beasts in marble design around the outside and numerous statues, almost innumerable, of the previous grand princes, prominent Taldane citizens, uh, various statues of what you're going to assume are noble senators that were the the epitome of nobility and such in their own day. And as time has passed in the steady march of uh, eons tick by, or at the very least millennia tick by in the case of Taldor their names have been lost or forgotten to the annals of history. A few of them glancing up, all of you can easily pick out, where you're just like, that's obviously a statue of uh, of the great General Arnasant, responsible for defeating the Whispering Tyrant in this shiny crusade. There's mm-hmm. a statue over there of, you know, Stavian I, who started the new Stavian line. Beldam, I think Beldam Third is the really famous one. So you can just kind of point out a couple of those that you can pick out on your way up. Mm-hmm. The columns supporting the front face of the Senate are massive each one of them close to about 12 feet in diameter at their base and stretching up some almost 50 feet to support the uh the eaves of the massive white structure ahead of you in the distance ahead you can see the uh again the taldane senate is a t-shaped building and further ahead this uh beyond this grandiose uh, entrance you can see the dome at the back portion of uh the structure, basically where the T-intersection would be in the back of the structure, constructed entirely of uh, white marble, an extraordinarily uh, ostentatious and grandiose structure.
1: I'm guessing white marble is local. Yes. To have mm.
0: so much of it. Yeah, very <laughs> convenient. We've got all of this here. <laughs> ah, delightful. Again, the entirety of the structure is lit by various magical lights and dancing magical fires. That almost give it this look of its own constellation against the steadily growing backdrop. As you can see, the the sky is darkening. Uh, to be specific, it is 515.
3: Ah, very good. Hmm. That's going to matter.
0: Yes. Yes, it will. <laughs> it's
1: almost like we're going to be keeping a little pop
0: up that says Jessica will remember this.
3: <laughs> How long does this party last?
0: Uh, you have not been given the, like the itinerary for this yet. So, ah, uh, wow. you're good. You guess that's a well, question that's to ask. Whenever this is get fancy inside.
1: enough. They're probably going to walk in. They're going to give us like, you know, like a little dance card that's got the itinerary and then like places for you to write the names.
0: But as you make your way up the stairs, <laughs> you can see these gathered groups of people here and there. There's one central entrance that makes its way into the Senate building itself. Uh, some almost 15 feet across an arched entryway. Uh, the doors currently thrown wide open. Uh, the doors themselves standing about twenty-five feet tall. That's wow. impressive. As you, the very impressive doors. As you approach, you can see that the uh, Senate guard is here. Uh, however, in addition to the the guard for the Senate itself, uh, notable for their uh, their fine pantaloons and their uh, green and <laughs> in green and blue, the colors of Taldor, uh, mm-hmm. wearing their uh, almost bowl shaped helmets with the large plumes off of the top of them, you can see looking. Uh, very much out of place as there is not a specific dress code for them, two towering Ulfen warriors who stand on <laughs> either side of the entryway Excellent. The are noting true for all of you, the rumor that the Grand Prince himself will be attending oh uh, as the Ulfen guard would not be here otherwise.
2: I suppose it should probably explain the husky <laughs> reference. Um,
0: you really so should
2: because it's
1: three episodes in, and I, you've made I that reference like three times.
2: <laughs> I know. Uh, so it was a joke that was made whenever we did kind of our our like pre episode uh, get together for our zero. characters, and uh, I I can't remember exactly which character said it, but they called one of the Elfin guards a think husky.
0: That's when you were hanging huskies. out with the uh, the Prince carius Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. so
2: it was the Prince said it, and then so I just kept saying it after that. And it's, it's so it's like a little inside Instead joke of House of Carl
3: community. or whatever.
6: Mm-hmm. Huscarl. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Huscarl. I have <laughs> Skyrim in my brain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'm but, sworn to carry your burdens. <laughs> 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 but the five of you stand on the uh, the grand steps as you make your way up towards the front entrance. Everyone ready. Uh, To be thrown in with the sharks? No,
1: not at all. Well, and as ready as we can be, given the limited amount of prep time we've
6: had.
3: It's just a little swimming. I'm sure it will be fine. (laughs) So we need to locate the people we're looking for. Maybe that should be the first step.
6: That's probably uh, split off to where we had already agreed upon. Mm. And then uh, go from there. Mm. Report any,
0: I guess report any changes to anything and we'll sort it out best we can. Let's uh let's get all of you into the building, and then I'm gonna establish a couple rules for you. No, okay. no rules, oh, man. You make your way forward, uh, marching steadily up the stairs. As you begin to approach towards the front door, again the the guard here are checking on people as they come in. People are more or less making their way in in like ones and twos. Hmm. As you approach closer, you can see the uh, the last group has gone in. You make your way up. The orphan guard, uh, a man and woman. Both of them, a towering, muscular, the man with bright red hair, the uh, the woman blonde with half of her head shaved and then braided down the other side. Okay, that Rad. is pretty cool. Again, the Ulfin guard, uh, unlike every other military branch of Tal'Dor, get to wear whatever the heck they want, they uh, love which tends to involve <laughs> a lot of like wolf cloaks and classic Ulfen uh, armor, and they basically come with whatever armor they've got, and as long as they prove themselves. Then yeah. they can join the guard.
5: Right. All right. <laughs> Once
0: they nice. do, who's to say what you wear? I mean, at yeah, that point, right? who's going Who yeah, to yeah? Who's go going to stop them? them? <laughs> both of these sturdy figures stand over six feet tall. Woo-hoo. As such, both of them dwarf the uh, maybe five foot two, five foot three man that stands right next to them in bright green mm. and blue livery, basically almost looking like he's wearing the flag of Towador <laughs> down the front of him, Fair. Uh, in a tabard uh, tied around his waist by uh, with a uh, belt. The man wears a bright green hat with a large blue feathered plume, which comes off the top of it. Looks towards all of you as you approach. Steps forward, uh, takes a moment to kind of inspect each of you as he bows in respect. You can see his eyes quickly darting over your uh, the color of your clothing, your signet rings, uh, any of you bearing cloaks that bear your house emblems and such. Mm-hmm. He very quickly addresses each of you by your family name and asks your identity at which point you provide it and the uh, the man a master if you will of ah, heraldry we love it oh my gosh before turning making his way forward uh, queuing each of you up uh, arranges each of you and of course the proper order of introduction which is by station as I suppose uh, Oliver takes point uh, makes he his way up the we will stand on ceremony here <laughs> I can only imagine Oliver you know getting the, the proper military posture as he makes <laughs> his way up and through the, uh, the door
5: but of yes. course
0: As you step forward, uh, the man, who has a small trumpet on him, does blow that just to gain everyone's attention. (laughs) You guess that's the noise you've been hearing the whole time that you've been walking up here. Uh, You think that there's over 500 people in attendance tonight, so this is going to happen a lot.
1: They've got to sub him out after a while. He's going to get
0: tired. That way you can Mm. listen
3: for who you're waiting on.
0: Mm. It's
5: true.
3: Probably, yeah.
0: But blows the horn all over you step forward as the man. Arriving Oliver of House Darhan, Count of White March, Baron of the Eastern Ride, Lord of Pegasus Peak, Captain of the Taldane Phalanx. Oliver, you make your way forward. There's a burr sound from behind you again. <laughs> I'll add in a better sound effect later. <laughs> <laughs> I might just use that.
2: There yeah, you God. go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Rachel, you, uh, you step your way forward as Felix ascends up to the, uh, the top of the stairs, makes her way again. Felix Averell Evangeline of House Zespire Countess of Westmore Lady of Brandywine Manor Banker of Abadar You make your (laughs) way in Jessica Verity follows afterwards Yep Ascends, steps forward Verity (laughs) Augustine of House Corsina Baroness of Whitewater Lady of Petalsong Order of the White Rook You step your way forward there's another burp as uh, Cornelius makes his way up. Cornelius Ignatius of House Marisette, Baron of Eastdell, Lord of Northwind Manor. There's another burp as uh, <laughs> I'm just keeping
1: it linehearted. The, for this guy's we'll trying do. to put as little breath into those as he can. He's like, <laughs> i
0: got so many of
1: these to
5: do. It so looks many. like a
0: trumpet, but it's actually kazoo. Yeah. <laughs> <It's actually> kazoo. <laughs> Gwen <laughs> makes her way up. The man uh, trumpets the horn again. Gwynwivar Sigrun of House Kastner, Viscountess of Gildine, Lady of Golden Flame Manor, Lay Priestess of Regathiel, the General's Diva.
4: Okay, make my way inside. Nobody's paying attention to <laughs> any as, of this. As, 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 as I suppose, like
1: I think, I think honestly, like not having kept up with everybody, Cornelius is going to kind of glance back <laughs> and kind of mouth the General's Diva. <laughs> that sounds
4: fancy. <laughs> She just smirks at you. We don't have time to talk on these stairs. (laughs) There's a line. We've got a a mission.
0: (laughs) Exactly. We have to keep the queue going. (laughs) You step forward through the open archway and into the magnificent splendor of the Taldane Senate building. The ceilings in here reach up to some almost 25 to 30 feet overhead. The upper portions of these are lined with alcoves filled with more statues, uh, many of them only with busts of very important individuals, although what their names are, you cannot read from this far down. (laughs) The walls opposite of you are covered in two massive 25-foot-long flags of the blue and green halved flags of Tal'Dor, each of them bearing the White Lion of Tal'Dor. Two arches lead further into the structure ahead of you, and uh, even as you've made your way here, you can see that there are a lot of nobles that have just kind of congregated in this area. The servants are making their way about, you know, very politely kind of not necessarily instructing, but just it's like, oh, you haven't seen this over here. Please accompany me trying to clear them out of the entryway and the log jam that they're creating Mm. uh, right here in the doorway. (laughs) (laughs) Would you kindly? (laughs) The sound of music drifts to you from further in the structure as you make your way forward and into the Senate proper after uh, after some time of making your way up said stairs and awaiting your turn.
4: Oh, God, this massive, massive building.
0: Yeah. Let me get into Ooh. a couple of rules here for all of you.
4: Holy crap.
0: Today, you're going to be, of a, for this evening, all of your characters are going to be partaking in the Exaltation Gala, uh, which does come with its own intrigue rules. I'll just throw out these mechanics real quick for all of you. If you have any questions uh, for the edification of uh, the, the players, I have included uh, basically text explaining most of this on the map for you so that you don't have to constantly ask me. Nice. <laughs> The entirety of this gala will be taking place during social rounds. Uh, a social round is about 15 minutes. During a social round, you'll be able to attempt one major action, including influencing an area, influencing an NPC, researching an NPC, or attempting mission-related skill checks. Uh, so basically, you can choose to influence an area, at which point you get to make a skill check for one of the areas of the Senate. For the audience, as they can't see the map, that means the Arcade of Triumphs, where you are right now, the Senate Courtyard, which stands beyond it, basically the, uh, the central shaft of the T as it were. The Senate floor, which is in the very center of the uh, the cross point of the T of this building, uh, which is surrounded above by the Senate gallery. Uh, the Emperor's Hall is also on the way over there, just for all of your uh, knowledge. The Emperor's Hall is off-limits, so you can't do any actions or anything else in the Emperor's Hall. It is literally a section of the Senate building reserved for the once every five years that the Emperor actually comes to the Senate building. Mm, cool. The East Wing, which is the Imperial Archives and the West Wing, which is basically the servant staging area. If you find any reason that you want to go there, however, you can influence there, so maybe there is a reason. Hmm. Interesting.
1: Go find some people's favorite foods.
2: This isn't Stardew Valley.
0: So Uh, basically, you can make one of these checks to hobnob and impress the general crowd in that area. Each area has uh, two thresholds, which uh, represent levels of influence over that area. And when the total number of points earned by the party as a whole exceeds the threshold of an area, the PCs will receive new information or possibly a boon uh, for doing so. Keep in mind that this is tracked as a group. So if one of you gains five influence points in an area and then another one of you comes back and gains another five, you have a total of ten. You don't each have to influence an area. Mm. This is a group effort. Cool. Okay. Okay. Uh, You may also influence an NPC, uh, which is basically you can use various skill checks to influence an NPC within the Senate. Uh, Each social round, you can uh, move to any location on the map and select a single NPC. Movement time does not matter. Uh, nor does movement speed, for that matter. You can guess what skill you want to ha- actually use. So you can basically go, uh, this guy seems like he'd probably be, I don't know, intimidation. He looks like he'd want someone to yell at him. Although it is, of course, much easier to learn what skills to use by researching the NPC and then use the correct skills. Okay. A uh, okay. successful skill check counts as one success. Some NPCs do require more than one success to influence them. Hmm. Uh, a PC earns one additional success if their influence check succeeds by five or more. And lastly, you may research an NPC. Uh, You may make a discovery check to learn more about the NPC. The discovery check allows the PC to learn either one of the skills that they can use to influence the target or a weakness that will grant a plus four bonus on future influence checks. Mm.
1: Is there any penalty for failure?
0: In all of the cases of both uh, influencing an area, influencing an NPC, researching, there are no penalties for failure. Other than the fact Mm. that you lost that 15 minute time. time. Yeah, you are on a clock.
3: Okay. Yeah, the party ends at some point.
0: Yes, the party does end at some point. You'll eventually find out exactly when it ends. Also, for uh, all the players, I have included on the map, you will see a various number of mm-hmm. other pawns. Mm-hmm. I have put all these pawns clumped around the name of the area that they are in.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: And okay. as such, if you're looking for a specific NPC, each one of the major NPCs are represented on this map. There's 22 of them. All all right. Good gracious. Ooh, all right. So get ready to start doing some checks.
3: I've already scoped out there
0: my target. For all of
1: these? Holy cow. It's good, yep. too.
0: Uh, you will note that I put down uh, markers on here that show your current influence scores with uh, all of the areas in the map. It's all at zero. Uh, there's also uh, invisible text right now, which is when you go there and start making an influence check, you will then learn what all skills can be used to influence. Mm-hmm. You can, of course, infer based on the fact that like the Imperial Archives probably have more like intelligence based skills, whereas the Senate floor might be more diplomacy or bluff or sensing motive or something like that, et cetera, et cetera. As you step in and begin to make your way through these halls, you find that this place is filled with hundreds of nobles, senatorial aides, visiting dignitaries, uh, mingling uh, within and without the gala's grand halls, uh, as there are some that you believe have made their way in and then gone out to the area surrounding the Senate Courtyard, uh, which are actually the grounds outside of there, uh, which are rather extensive as well. So in essence, it is currently 515, and this is your first social round. Uh, There will be interruptions as this goes along. So basically don't expect to be able to just go nonstop into each one of these things as, Mm. of course, the evening's events will be taking place. Mm. As you all step in, I suppose probably form a small uh, huddle real quick. (laughs) All right, team,
1: huddle up, huddle up. We, yeah. we all circle in such a way to make it aware we are not <laughs> taking other people into this conversation. It's a
2: rugby scrum. We all...
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: rugby scrum.
2: yeah, we do the spy thing where we look like we're all talking to other people, like waving, like, hi, how you doing? Mm, Dad, oh, look at you over there. You.
3: But we're really chatting with each other. I do pick <laughs> up a glass of wine. I imagine somebody's circulating with such
5: things.
0: A, uh, a servant comes by, a uh, bright red-headed halfling man comes up with a serving tray, offers that up to all of you. I suppose you each uh, can take a glass yep. of wine. They have champagne. Mm. Wine it it is, is a find the servant that has your drink as opposed to requesting drinks here as they all seem mm. to be quite busy.
1: Well, they would never find you in the crowds too, to bring no. it back.
0: Another servant makes their way by with some hors, hors d'oeuvres, uh, although it does inform you that there will be a light supper served later Ooh. on this af- th- later on this evening at nine o'clock.
4: What does he mm. have?
0: Uh, crackers and caviars, this man. Yeah. Oh, wow. All right. Nope, just wine for me. Mm-hmm. Finally, you would each be provided, uh, if you so wish with a complimentary map of the Senate building, as you would be warned that uh, it can be quite extensive and uh, people have gotten lost here before. Of course, I would not encourage any of your ability to uh, find your own way, but here you are. Uh, On the back of this, it does have the evening's itinerary. Yes. Mm -hmm.
2: Great. Take that, tuck it into the pocket after looking at it. Try to commit yep. it to memory so that we don't look like tourists wandering about. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think everybody here, for the most part, um, like ninety percent of them are probably
0: going to be looking. Well, like you're a kind tourist. of schmoozing,
2: yeah. so it's yeah. but You're trying to a make little. it look like you know what you're doing.
0: I would say it'd probably be less than ninety percent of them because, uh, you know, it's quite possible that a majority of the two hundred and twenty-two senators are in attendance here as well. Yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't realize there were so many senators. Well, wow.
6: Yep, they have yeah. two hundred and twenty-two of them exactly. Dang. Wow. That's yep. a lot wonder what they do on a split vote. Is it just the emperor decides fight. then? They duel. <laughs> or they fight.
1: <laughs> the, the, the two uh, the, the Senate majority and minority leaders go in this fight. That's
6: <laughs> why they're so dumb. buff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those weren't, yes. those weren't Huscarls. Those were the leading senators. for
0: <laughs> We choose our speakers based on pure physical strength. Yes. Um, looking over the uh, Exaltation Gala's uh, itinerary, uh, there's really only a few things on here, and not and the first one's not literally until 8.30. All right. Well, we have time, it seems. Great. 8.30 is apparently going to be the arrival of the Grand Prince, which will come uh. in the procession. Uh, that will be followed once he has arrived at 9 o'clock by a light supper. Mm-hmm. That will be followed at 10 o'clock by the Senate's convening for its vote. Mm. Uh, from what you understand, the only thing on the docket for tonight is the repeal of True.
3: Okay, so we have until I'm 10 meant- o'clock.
0: Meant- yeah. Yes. Okay. As, as far as the schedule goes, at least. Uh, then following that, uh, 11 o'clock is the exaltation. Hmm. All right. Cool.
6: <laughs> I like how they planned an hour for that vote. Now no, they've got to go
1: count all
6: 222, so. Well, yeah, yeah but like, it's just like, okay, there's going to be no arguments at this point. It's just, just a straight vote. That's it. You all know why you're here. <laughs> Everyone knows
1: why. you're you here. Everybody form a queue. Put your, you know, the two hands over the two pots.
0: So I suppose to begin, uh, all of you stand here in the Arcade of Triumphs. This gallery is celebrates Tal'Dor's abundant military and political glories. Banners and trophies line the halls as you make your way through here. Uh, some of these are displayed openly. These beautiful shields and swords, banners, lances, full horse barding. Hmm. Fantastically designed and uh, overly grandiose lining the walls. However, some on uh, armor stands and display cases are behind these uh, these beautifully gilded glass cases hmm. of some of the more ancient items, uh, including hmm. treaties from emperors that you've barely even heard of before from 3,000 years ago that made one treaty or another. Almost everything here just celebrates the grand history of Taldor. Uh, The Arcade of Triumphs is one of the few areas of the Senate building that is actually generally allowed to the public. Although, of course, they are only allowed in this portion. Uh, The Arcade Mm -hmm. of Triumphs is effectively a massive museum.
3: That makes sense. Hmm.
0: A score of Taldane Phalanx troops stand at attention, acting as both the uh, ceremonial honor guard uh, for the Senate and guide some of the uh, military and guard some of the military assets on display. As some mm. of them have been brought out, including a set of armor that was worn by uh, General Arnasant himself Whoa. during the Shining Crusade, Dang. Uh, Ooh, cool. which stands behind a, a very uh, impressive-looking and faintly glowing glass case. Oh, you know <laughs> that's magic top to be nigh indestructible. <laughs> yep. So, uh, yeah, I suppose convene amongst yourselves and decide what you want to do. All right. I suppose I'll be staying here for the most part.
3: I'm going to start by seeing what I can learn about our good friend, Baron O'Kara.
4: I'll make for the archives and try to find the book.
6: Right. Hmm.
1: Well, I suppose I can go to the Senate floor and just see if there's any interesting conversations I can be a part of. Very well.
2: Um, I suppose I can attempt to... Butter up the Duke and the Countess. See if I can see where they stand.
4: Mm.
0: Right. Then let's get this soiree started. <laughs> Quick addendum. Heather, are you attempting to do the uh, Undermine? Yes. The artifact restoration is actually in the Arcade of Triumphs, the museum oh. section, and not in the uh, Imperial Arcade. Oh, then Archives. you don't
4: have to go the other place. Yeah. So.
0: We might be able to help out each other uh, to some degree.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, uh, looking at the map here, so Jess is going to go talk to the.
3: Well, I'm going to start um, by researching him.
1: Yeah, and I'm going to the Senate floor to hopefully make an impression in that area. Okay. Hmm. Oh god, I'm so small. I know. <laughs> I've got a... which one of these handsome devils is me?
3: <laughs> the the weak looking one.
1: <laughs> Whoa! <geez. laughs> Shots fired. I'll see you. Well, the on other the one is Oliver. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh I was my god! Is that
1: this map is so big? It's taking forever for it to actually move all the way over there. Like <laughs> we. <laughs> Sorry, audience. You can't see this ridiculously large map. As I
6: directly charge the high strategos and tackle him. Ah. No. <laughs> that would be a terrible idea.
4: It'd be a nice distraction for
6: when I need to seal the book.
4: <laughs> I
5: mean, you're not wrong. Like,
6: Ow. All right, Oliver, I need you to tackle that guy. Just charge at Do him. you remember me? <laughs> well, guess who's on the ground this time?
3: Ah. Oh, it's still me. <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs> All right, so that sounds like uh, Oliver and Gwen are staying in the Arcade of Triumphs. Correct. That Felix is making her way to the Senate Gallery. Indeed I am. Very well. And then Cornelius and Verity are heading to the Senate floor.
2: We are indeed. Yes.
0: All right. So let's go ahead and start with, uh, let's go ahead and start with our two in the Arcade of Triumphs. I'll go uh, numerically, not that you guys can see the numbers. (laughs) All of you scatter. Oliver, Gwen, you begin to making your way through the hallways many of the nobles here are uh, are sipping at their wine looking over the uh the displays all the rest of that there's a certain amount of uh do either of you have knowledge history
4: i can roll mm, any knowledge no. <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> you, know. you got that bardic thing going on yep uh so with your bardic thing you can tell that most of the people here have very little idea what's going on uh <laughs> some of the servants step forward and start to explain the history of these items Although after about a minute and a half or so, many of the uh, the nobles just kind of like nod and then like sip their wine and turn and walk away mid discussion of what uh, this ancient piece of history that was extraordinarily important at one point is uh, because it no longer matters to them. Ah, well.
4: Wonderful. How ah, rude. the fickle
0: ways of the nobility. Both of you can go ahead and make me a knowledge nobility. Ooh, someone's starting out on fire. Mm. Yeah, very nice.
4: Gwen rolls a 17 for
6: a 24. Dang. Nice. And Oliver rolls a 12 for 21. Bravo. Also nice. Of you.
0: Very nice. Mm-hmm. Oliver, Gwen, you are able to quickly identify who are the big power players here. First off, you do note that there are in attendance here, three senators of great note. Uh, the first is the Grand Duke, Avernathus. Technically speaking, he is one of the nation's nominal Grand Dukes. And by mm. that, it means that he is a Grand Duke and has the title, but not the land. Gotcha. Mm. So it's more or less just a, uh, an empty title granted to him to lift him up, although he does not actually have the importance or power that Grand Duke does.
2: And you said he's a senator,
0: right? Yes. Arguably, he has more power as a senator um, than his Grand Duke title actually grants him. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, in addition to that, you do uh, recognize here uh, Earl Calhadian Vernasant.
4: Oh, hey, Calhadian. that's the guy I need to embarrass. Yes, <laughs> <Just>
0: get him. <laughs> That guy. This guy. The Vernasont family, of course, are uh, descendants of the line of the great General Arnasont, champion of the Shining Crusade. Uh, they will never let anyone forget. <laughs> nope.
2: Heavens, no. Uh,
0: there's also the Senator Baronet Duranus Sicato, who is here. Uh, he's one of the senators that does have a uh, basically a dispensation to be allowed to wear his armor. Oh wow! Uh, so All he right. is in half plate. Uh, oh, wow. Half plate, uh, bedecked in uh, full half plate of the Tal'dim Felix. Wow, okay. There are also two other figures that both of you recognize, although you have not seen either of them in a great deal of time. Mm. Uh, the first, and of less importance, is Duke Penavar Lothied VI, uh, the patriarch of the Lothid family, of uh, which uh, Martella is the bastard child of. Mm. Uh, you have not seen Duke Penavar since your time uh, so many years ago, 25 years ago, um, during that magical summer together. Uh, where the master wizard had provided all of you with some education while you were there.
5: Ah,
3: this
0: mm-hmm. guy. Done some cool magic. Yeah, you've been very impressed by the uh, the master wizard. I believe in particular, uh, Cornelius was extraordinarily impressed. Oh, by yeah.
2: His... Yeah.
0: Cornelius likes magic, man. While he, you think he's gone a little bit grayer than the last time you've seen him, he has aged very well for the last 25 years. He seems to be sipping uh, wine and simply watching across the way as there's a large gaggle of attendees and aides surrounding the possibly most uh, important man in this area. Quite possibly, arguably, the most important man in Taudor, with the exception of the Grand Prince, the High Strategos Maxilar Pytherius.
4: Have fun with that, Oliver. <laughs> Whee!
0: Gwen, you certainly have not seen the High Strategos, uh, possibly since the funeral for the prince some 20 years back at this point. The man is as intimidating as you would expect. A massive man, nearly every Taldane, of course, would recognize the commander-in-chief of all of, the Tald- all of Taldor's military and Grand Prince Stavian III's right hand. A fanatical supporter of the throne. A muscular man in his late 40s. Years under the elements have weathered his skin. He keeps his silver hair closely cropped. Tonight, he wears a green and blue tabard emblazoned with Taldor's official coat of arms, publicly declaring his loyalty to the nation more than anything else. It is widely known that the High Strategos uh, believes in political might uh, and economic stability through military supremacy, advocating for uh, wars and conquests against the wayward colonies like Andoran and Chiliacs, as well as the classic enemy of all of Tal'Dor, Kadira. Again, uh, much as the Baronet Sakato, he is, of course, also allowed to wear his full armor uh, and Mm. carry his uh, axe on him, which is strapped to his back. (laughs) It's
2: not intimidating at all.
0: He seems to be in the process of vaguely listening as a, uh, a hanger-on is is trying to basically explain to him his own greatness. Um, no. As he seems to be very tired of listening to this, sipping at his wine and staring off into the distance. Seemingly almost like counting the number of touting flags in the room or something to just My kind God. of like, uh-huh, mm. nodding along. Very good.
3: More flags needed next time. <laughs>
0: Just one note, not enough flags. <laughs> <laughs> you
4: flag. <laughs> uh,
0: so what are the two of you doing?
4: I guess I'm going to research Varnesant and see if there's a way I can like smooth him into letting me know where the book is so I can sneak a look at it later.
6: Mm. All That's right. like a good idea.
4: Because he's apparently, he's never going to let us forget he's descended from Arnasant, So maybe if I go in and be like all interested about it, he'll just be, you know, you I know mean, what I
6: mean. Arnesant's <laughs> armor is here. So <laughs> yeah. that would be a good in, I think. Okay.
0: So you are attempting to. Um, I'm
4: going to research him first and then I'll go, you know, be, look, I'm pretty.
0: Okay.
4: Use your feminine wiles. Exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, so you may make a knowledge nobility or knowledge history. Hmm. And you're attempting to ascertain a weakness, is what it sounds like.
4: Yes, yes. Ew, I only roll a mm. two for a nine. And we Can don't we have get hero points in this game. <laughs> nope.
0: Yeah. nope. This is not second edition. You start walking around asking some questions and all the rest of that stuff. It's like, do you know much about, you know, the the Earl and such? Uh, with your previous knowledge and nobility, I'll launch into the full mm-hmm. thing with him. Uh, you are aware that Ovarnasan uh, is actually younger than you. Um, he is a proud man in his early 30s. Uh, Short cut brown hair. Uh, His beard is trimmed in what I can, uh, what I only ever really describe as a, uh, an Abe Lincoln. (laughs) Yes. The Abe Lincoln, which (laughs) just along the jaw. Yeah. Chin strap, I think is uh, a chin strap. Yeah. I just always call it the Abe Lincoln. Uh, The (laughs) Abe Lincoln, but he is wearing a, uh, a suit of uh, parade armor bearing uh, on each of the shoulder pauldrons, the eye of Aaron.
4: Okay. Oh,
0: wow. That's an odd choice. Yeah, you, you suppose maybe as a representation of his family's connection to the Church of Aridan through mm, Arnasat? You're not entirely positive. Cahadian Vernasat is uh, the appointed leader of the uh, Greater Riddenport uh, and hereditary senator. Uh, as such, he was never appointed, he just inherited it when his father died. Mm. Oh. His political ambitions are uh, considerable, uh, although for the most part, he's kept a rather low profile since the brutal dismemberment of Grand Duke Forath Bosbailey, the former head of the Tandap Prefecture. Uh, as Stephen III uh, recently dismissed numerous uh, officials, it has been widely known that Calhadian began to believe his opportunity to become one of the Grand Prince's closest advisors seems to be approaching. Um, And as such, he has uh, basically been kind of going around and touting his own pedigree far and wide to anyone to basically uh, politically bludgeon his peers into submission and then leverage their fear of uh, appearing unpatriotic against him uh, to get him an appointment directly to the Grand Prince's cabinet.
2: Sounds like McCarthyism. Mm.
0: Uh, Unfortunately, Mm. you've uh, not found out anything of of use pertaining towards weaknesses he may possess. Mm. Uh, Ross, what are you up to? All right. I suppose Ross, what is Oliver up to? Yeah, true. <laughs> I am up to playing Pathfinder.
6: Um, <laughs> but uh, Oliver is going to be—I think I'm going to start by trying to influence the area. Okay. I figure it might be good to
0: start building up some reputation in here. So, good call. Using the rules. So uh, you have decided to influence the area. Wandering around here, you may influence this area using appraise, knowledge, history, or nobility perception, spellcraft, or use magic device. I think I'm going to go with knowledge nobility, because it is by far the highest of those, but that is an intriguing selection. Uh, Yep, so the the appraise, the knowledge, history, and nobility, even the spellcraft and use magic device, all of the rest of that is basically to be able to identify these historical objects, be able to tell people about what they do, more or less be able to strike up conversations Hmm. uh, while you're going around here.
2: Like, did you know?
0: (laughs) I was going to say, it's like actually
6: I have a pretty good spellcraft, but (laughs) <laughs> knowledge and ability is a little better, so all right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> not rolling oh, well though. Oh, no. <laughs>
2: rolled twos, jeez.
6: Yeah, I that was like a two it.
0: from me as well. So well, yeah, that's an eleven. Nuts. That's not great. Uh, so with an eleven, let me double check, but uh, I'm not feeling good with that. Nah, probably not. <laughs> you said knowledge and ability. Yes, knowledge and ability. An eleven's just gonna miss that
6: no no oh. come on
5: ouch. Oh, it.
0: <laughs> ouch if pertinent each skill also has its own separate dc although oh, you don't know what those dcs are so for mm-hmm. some skills it may be easier to you know do something than another skill Interesting. Uh, so if you find one skill you're just not having luck with, you might try a different skill that might be a lower DC. I mean,
6: it might also help if I roll better than a 2. If, you roll, if both yeah, of you roll yeah, better maybe. than a 2,
0: I'm sure it would help a great deal. We're off to a great start. <laughs> I mean,
2: it is the first time in, our, in the City building, so we're, we're, we're yeah. trying to figure so out our you schmoozing capabilities.
6: we have a talent Phalanx? It's like, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we all know that.
2: <laughs> I'm a part of it. Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, I mean, I
6: was. I mean... I'm not. But anyway. Any, but anyway, we have one, and it's great. <laughs> no horses.
0: The other three of you cross the, uh, the Senate no courtyard, horses. which is a beautiful affair, although once any of you are actually messing around in there, I'll get into the details in the Senate courtyard. Uh, make your way past the Emperor's Hall. Cornelius and Verity make their way out onto uh, basically to where the Senate floor itself is, at which point uh, Felix kind of just peels off. Uh, the Senate gallery is not specifically actually on this map. Uh, you'll notice that there's a small set of stairs on either side of where the Senate floor are that actually leads to the gallery, which is a gallery, which overlooks the Senate floor. So Felix, you make your way forward, uh, ascend the stairs up to the upper level. Uh, the second floor of the Senate building acts as an observation deck of the events down on the main floor below large pillars hold up the ceiling here again, blue and green drapery, uh, fall across the surrounding walls and, uh, Blue and green matched curtains uh, are spread wide open to allow the window windowed view to give you a beautiful panoramic view of the city beyond the front face. So basically the face that you're on right now, uh, where the you can look out over the courtyard and the Arcade of Triumphs faces directly east. So from here, you have a beautiful view of the sunset uh, out beyond the edge of the city. Well, how nice. It's very nice. There are sections up here that are obviously offices for various senators, uh, lining the outer walls, areas of winding passages, uh, typically open to noble observers and senators' aides. Although, of course, you have very little interest in wandering around into the senators' offices or anything else mm-hmm. like that. No real reason to. Yeah,
2: seems kind of rude. <laughs> uh,
0: for this evening, uh, much of the gallery uh, seems to be dedicated to a singular purpose, uh, which is the entertaining of children. Um, as they seem to have uh, all the adults are downstairs doing this and then there are various aides and nannies that have been shoved up here with children uh, who are running about doing their own uh, some of them that are young enough are attempting to run about and do their own, own thing the, uh, those that are in like the 10 year old age range and up are using this as an opportunity probably at the behest of their family to hobnob with one another in a comedic but somewhat adorable parallel of the actual hobnobbing going down on downstairs oh. as they do their best to make the way forward bow to one another use their various uh, eventual titles. They're like, oh, right now I'm just Master Caden, but uh, in another couple of years, I will be Marquis Caden of blah, 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 (laughs) (laughs) blah. Very excitedly talking to one another. There are also entertainers up here, uh, including a number of uh, jugglers and such, which are making their way about. Uh, of most impress and entertaining the greatest number of children currently in the process of doing mimery is a halfling woman in full motley. Oh, like wow. a black and nice. red with bells hanging off the side of it with her face painted up in full clown makeup. Okay. Hmm. All right. Bright then. red nose and everything. So uh, what are you here to do?
2: Uh, well, I noticed that Countess Abriel Pace was in here okay. uh, and I'm hoping to find out what her position is.
0: So are you wanting to do a research on her? Or are you wanting to... Uh,
2: yeah, let's do a little research on her.
0: All right.
2: What are my options?
0: Are you attempting to uh, see which influence checks or are you attempting to determine a weakness?
2: Probably the influence
1: checks.
0: Yeah. You may make either a knowledge nobility or a sense motive check.
2: We'll go sense motive. That is a higher one for me.
1: I'm starting to see why Rick emphasized us all have knowledge nobility. Mm. <laughs> Every yeah, one so- of these is like, knowledge nobility or something else.
4: <laughs> there was a... Uh, there was a list of suggested skills.
0: Mm-hmm. That's true. Knowledge and ability was high on that list. Yes, yes it was.
4: Gosh darn. Okay, uh, we're
2: just not wow. doing well today. That'd be a uh, four for a 12.
0: We're struggling uh, I here. S- I see that Tal'Dor is doomed, so... Verity, save us. <laughs> yeah. Don't jinx me. This too much pressure.
4: <laughs> well, it can't be Cornelius with Jordan's dice luck. <laughs> Oh, no.
1: I get, like, one nat 20 in Adventure Path. I'll, I can true. maybe pull
0: it out. Felix, you try to strike up a, uh, a conversation. Actually, go ahead and make me a, no- a uh, nobility check while you're at it.
2: Okay. Please be better. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that was good. That I was I a much 19 better. for a 26, apparently. I should have started <laughs> right. with that. Okay.
0: Uh, you may also make an old local if you possess it.
2: I do not.
0: So, with a quick glance around while you're up here, you, again, you try to strike up a conversation with a couple of the... Uh, Even a couple of the servants up here, because you're particularly good, of course, at talking at the... uh, Again, the Zespires are well known for their generosity, for helping the common person. uh, And as such, the working class person. And as such, you kind of start up a conversation. Uh, Many of these people are either too uh, intimidated by your station, obviously. Or, in many of their cases, too busy just trying to keep track of their young lords and ladies.
2: Yeah.
0: Or just kind of rushing around doing their Mm. own thing to actually be able to garner any information. Uh, you are able to determine that uh, again. Countess Gabriella uh, Pace is up here. Uh, she is a senator as well. Uh, you also recognize up here Lady Zariah Clement, whose uh, family is an up and coming. They're a somewhat uh, they're young nobility as far as uh, Tower mm. is concerned, as uh, they you only money. came into their nobl- noble status after the sixth Army of Exploration. So mm-hmm. not that wow, long ago man. at all, Rain, <laughs> In their view, uh, there is no mistaking the uh, the Marquess uh, Tanasia Starborn. Uh, who is the uh, one of the few gnomish senators? Uh, mm-hmm. With her brilliant shock of uh, rainbow colored hair. Cool. <laughs> uh, and beyond that, the only other person that you know of some interest up here beyond the clown, which actually does seem mm-hmm. to be rather interesting, and extraordinarily skilled juggler. Her
4: picture is so cute.
0: Her picture is adorable. <laughs> but unfortunately, failing uh, with not having knowledge local, you don't know enough about the clown scene in uh, Taldor to <laughs> actually recognize her.
3: Is she the gray <laughs> clown?
0: no the, Oh, um, yeah, no, no. Smile Smiles. the that was that was a Mr. Smile so you're not yeah. that's right that's right uh, the only other person that you recognize of course is uh, Lady Martella Lothied who just has mm. her elbows propped up on the railing and is staring down at the Senate floor below so so I'm surrounded going, oh, by man. children why no. maybe down at Cornelius and Verity you're not positive speaking of
4: uh-huh. oh, they're together
3: oh, <laughs> not no. together together right now <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> Maintaining arm's length as they make it We're doing
3: different things down here for the moment. It's
1: one of those, like, I think I, I, like, Cornelius is probably beeline straight for the Senate floor, but, like, Verity had to hunt for the Baron, so.
0: (laughs) Mm. (laughs) We
1: just happen to be at the same place. So, making
0: your way down to the Senate floor, the two of you step out onto the upper level. Again, there are people down on the floor proper, uh, which is, again, a large circular area in the very center here, 50 feet across. The Senate floor is normally closed to non-Senators. This vast circular Senate floor is open to special guests uh, during the grand exaltations and such, and mere would-be uh, nobles take the opportunity to duck in, live out a few moments of the power of <laughs> fantasy. As sure. a couple, of the the nobles make their way to the nearby seats and just kind of settle down. Like ah uh, yes, many of them eyeing like the the little gavel uh, mm. up on the uh, the upper platform. <laughs> forms like to queue to go bang the gavel exactly <laughs> one time. Yep. They're exactly like debate kids. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) You see a couple of very young nobles, old enough to not be uh, consigned to the gallery, uh, but still Mm. like sitting down and just like, you can hear the laughter as one of them like making mock legislation off towards the side, (laughs) banning... (laughs) dogs on so every he's other like, star day he's 15
4: it's literally I'm <laughs> yeah. just old enough to be down here with the adults but I'm not really an adult
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> all of you of course note that the uh, the Senate floor makes its way basically down into depression so you actually head down uh, wide sets of steps to get down to the lower level a single um, platform extends out from the northern portion of this room or sorry from the western portion of this room making its way out to create a Area above a basically a stage that is level with the floor on the outside of the uh, the Senate floor before it goes down into this depression, where um, whomever is either speaking or any uh, grand announcements or uh, such can be done from this lofty height, where uh, it literally puts this person above the rest of the senators that uh, look up to them as they speak from the top there. The acoustics in this room are phenomenal.
4: Gwen's got to come sing in here. <laughs>
0: And that the sound of the entirety of the rest of the Senate dies as you make your way into this room. As if it is somehow angled or somehow designed in a, a way that is so perfectly capturing the sound within that it eliminates all distractions without. And something with the curvature you can only assume of the dome above means that you can only barely hear the whisper at the loudest shouts of the children above. You can only barely hear a whisper of it from below.
1: Cool.
2: Very
3: nice. Uh,
0: as you make your way in, you can see that there are numerous senators here. Uh, both of you may make me a knowledge nobility or knowledge local. Sorry, and knowledge local. Oh,
3: right. I have both of those skills.
0: I Look have at both
1: me. of those also. Look at us. Hey.
3: Oh, yay. Oh, Here's some oh, rolls. Thank <laughs> wow. God. Oh, thank I rolled goodness. well. Um, let's see. So Verity rolls a 19 for a 26 on nobility and a 17 for a 22 on local.
6: Okay. Jeez. Well, oh, goodness. Yeah.
1: Good uh, so on, uh, I roll slightly worse. Knowledge nobility, that is a 14 for a 24.
4: You rolled better Still than really twos. I do yeah. roll <laughs> better than twos. Don't jinx us, uh,
1: we've got to roll my more. My knowledge local is a 17 for a 25. Nice.
0: So there are a number of individuals down here. However, immediately the two of you recognize three of them of interest. Uh, the first is Baron Nikolaus O'Kara. So you know that uh, Baron O'Kara is a noble and hero from the county of Merat. Uh, Merritt probably stands out to both of you as Merritt County is actually the same county that the Palace of Birdsong is in. Ah. Ah.
3: Okay. Well, that explains how she knows him.
0: Baron Akira is equally renowned for his good looks as he is for his combat skills. He
3: looks like an Idris Elba kind of guy. Seriously. Very, Honestly, very, I think
0: Idris Elba was the character, that, like the picture that they used for this guy's artwork. It <laughs> is shockingly I mean, close yeah.
1: to Idris Elba.
0: But he is a tall bear of a man, uh, standing taller than many in the surrounding crowd uh, while standing... Uh, starting to show his age with flecks of white in his hair and beard, he retains a youthful smile and gentle eyes as he talks to one of the nearby young noble children.
3: Ah, uh, Jessica doesn't want to be mean to him.
0: But very care. You don't have care. to be
4: mean to him, you just have to try to make sure he's voting for Princess Eutrophia. No, no, he's
0: got to do. influence
3: others to vote for uh,
0: her. Off uh, towards the side, you recognize, uh, probably standing out to you somewhat and maybe having met him somewhat in passing, Lord Ramillard Kastner, uh, the senator and brother to your own Gwen Kastner. Mm -hmm. Ramillard is a tall man with blonde hair, the typical Kastner blonde, uh, which is tied back into a small ponytail, basically, at the uh, the back of his neck. Uh, He is wearing ceremonial full plate, uh, emblazoned with red wing motifs and swords across both of the shoulder pauldrons. uh, And seems to be in the process of uh, carrying on a rather lively conversation with the last figure that you recognize. Uh, This is not a noble man at all. However, both of you are aware of this person by reputation, despite the fact that the man could not look more out of place here. (laughs) The young man wears a noble's outfit of red and blue, although it seems to be somewhat ill-fitted to him, uh, or at the very least, his form is so gangly that it doesn't quite fit him well. And he stares in what is figurative and literal slack-jawed amazement at the surrounding building around him. Wow. Hmm. Like someone who had just been magically transported into a kid? magnificent hall. Both of you recognize this as Calbio of Breezy Creek. You're aware oh. that uh, Calbio is a, uh, a commoner, actually, uh, from the small hem- uh, hamlet of Breezy Creek. Uh, you can recognize oh, him my. as you've heard word about him about um, Opar for the last couple of days as uh, he is renowned uh, for his remarkable skill as a weaver. Ah, yep. Uh, his story-inspired tapestries have uh, garnered so much attention that they now bedeck the halls of some of the greatest families in all of Taldor. Um, in fact, it is rather sought after by the nobility right now to possess a Calbio, to mm. be able to hang up inside of your own mayor so house. so hot right now. <laughs> 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 to the point that you understand that he has actually recently made a, uh, uh, has actually weaved a tapestry for the Varnesant family. Uh, in recognition of General Arnesant's accomplishments there and recently has made three tapestries for the royal palace itself. Wow. Dang.
1: Whew. Okay, That's cool. impressive.
0: So uh, what are the two of you doing?
3: I'm avoiding Cornelius and, and kind of trying to get a read on uh, Baron O'Kara. <laughs>
6: Sorry, I just like that. My whole round will be I avoid
0: Cornelius. (laughs) (laughs) I would would like to make a stealth check.
3: Yes, I avoid him politely, and I'm trying to kind of like get a read on and and just do discovery on um, Baron O'Kara.
0: Okay, you wish to make a discovery on Baron O'Kara. Are you attempting to discover weakness or are you attempting to discover um, what check will influence him?
3: A weakness. I mean, this is Verity. Mm.
0: (laughs) So... You may make a knowledge nobility or a linguistics check.
3: Oh, I have both of those. My nobility is better. So that is what I'm going to roll. Yeah, very average. I get that's a 10 not, for 17.
2: Yeah, it's not bad. That was better than
4: the two yeah. and the four that was happening. Fair. Yeah. How do I get Mikey to bless digital dice? Mm. Put him on the computer.
6: <laughs> Take a picture and put him on the computer. Then wave him around the.
0: Uh...
4: <laughs> just drag the JPEG across. Yeah, the just, yes, yeah, exactly.
0: There you go. You check around, talk to a couple of people. Again, the Baron is—he uh, is a very affable person. Is mm-hmm. uh, chatting up some of the young nobles and such. You make your way over there, kind of talk to a couple of them through bits and pieces over the next fifteen minutes. You do piece together a weakness of his. Oh. Baron Okira is torn the Baron seems to firmly believe that a princess can rule just as well as a prince. Okay, good. However, he does harbor one shard of doubt in his heart, the impact of Utropia's successful bid. He is a defender of law and order and believes strongly in traditions, but worries that the princess's actions while he endorses the idea behind them will endanger the stability of Taldor. Mm. Basically believing that even though he doesn't view any issue with it, that it will so divide the nation that it will cause instability on a grand scale. It's hmm. an angle scary. of attack, though. Yeah. That's
5: not wrong.
0: And so uh, do keep in mind that you do now get a plus four bonus on uh, skill checks to influence the Baron. Woohoo. hoo um, As you've kind of started getting an idea of, like, you know, okay, I can tell what I can tell. This guy is a he's a very letter of the law kind of person. That so maybe I can convince him. Works just fine
3: like, for me. I was
0: gonna say you're you're literally a letter of the law kind of person. Mm-hmm. And Cornelius, what are you doing as uh, as Verity makes her way around? Uh, so
1: I think I will try to influence the Senate floor area. Okay. I don't think I, I'm necessarily going to target it specifically at Baron O'Carra, but um, you know, let's get everybody kind of gossiping around. Oh, who's here? Who have you seen? Like, what have you heard about them? That kind of thing. Spill the okay. tea. Yeah, basically start getting them to gossip, which is every noble's favorite pastime, let's be real.
0: The gossip side of that would be doing a check against the baron if you're targeting the baron. So are you trying to influence the area or are you trying to specifically target the baron?
1: I guess I'll target the baron then. Okay. Um, and instead of going for a weakness, I'll go for one of the skill checks that can be used Oh, so you're going to
0: research him? Okay. So you're going to research the baron.
1: Yeah, it looks like it. Yep, I've changed my mind. All right. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> I give you a you Do look. whatever you want.
3: An annoyed look from across the, the room. How dare you help me? <laughs> How true.
0: dare you? You may roll either Knowledge Nobility or Sense Motive.
1: Uh, knowledge Nobility it is, then. That's more in line with my normal luck. That yeah. is a six for a 16. It's still A
0: six for a 16 is still a success. Yay! Hey. And nice. We
4: are level one. We're level one, you got yeah. Rachel and I are on the same page. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Jordan, bounce me a d6 real quick.
1: A d6, you say? Uh, that is a three
0: on the die. You are aware that uh, Baron uh, Nicholas O'Carrot asking a couple of questions, checking around. Most people state he is a reasonable person, and by that I mean you can influence him with diplomacy. He will listen okay. and have a discourse with you. Oh, we okay. love it. Okay, all right, good to know. You know, you kind of talk to a couple of people. They're like, you know, the barons like the barons. Great, he's a wonderful guy. His people love him.
3: Fine, I guess <laughs> I'm not going to lean on him.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're if your uh, diplomacy and your intimidate are the same, then.
4: They you are. can use the, deplo- the thing you learned about his weakness to try to convince him that yeah, that's, that's not you. you know, mm. yeah. yeah, you know what I
0: mean. Yeah, you still get the <laughs> bonus for sure. And the, uh, the reason that I had you make a roll is most people have multiple skills that can influence them. So you found oh. one of the, in his case, three skills that can influence the Baron. Mm. Uh, three oh, okay. skills is pretty common for influences.
2: Okay. okay. Good to know. Good to know.
0: So, uh, yeah, I suppose that takes us back around. So uh, we've now hit the 530 mark
2: as you've completed
0: your first social social combat round.
2: We're doing great, guys.
0: (laughs) Hey, they're doing great in the north, at least. (laughs) It's at this point, though, that all of you start to hear a uh, a murmuring going through the crowd. Uh, People are kind of making their way out from the Senate floor. Uh, Some of the senators that have uh, or some of the individuals that have retreated up to the Senate gallery are making their way down. And even many from the Arcade of Triumphs are making their way out into the Senate Courtyard. Uh, even the High Strategos is standing in the archway leading out there as rumors begin to circulate that the uh, the princess is not only here, but is prepared to make a speech. Oh.
5: oh,
0: all right. If a you speech. wish to attend to the princess's speech, uh, you may go ahead and uh, move yourselves to the Senate Courtyard. Oh, my. Yes, I like having the map here because it almost feels like a game of Clue.
3: It is. Uh, yes. Yes. I do want to hear the speech, so I will uh, take the opposite direction of Cornelius to get to the courtyard.
4: Um, does the Earl seem to be headed that direction?
0: Again, much like many of the uh, the people in the Arcade of Triumphs, he's kind of standing in the, the archway uh, looking right. out into the courtyard, but is not entering the courtyard.
4: All right, I'm going to take up a position somewhere near the Earl and see kind of his reaction because we know he doesn't support Utropia and maybe I can like fake not support Utropia. Mm. <laughs> you know?
0: Okay, so uh, it sounds like you're wanting to uh, sense motive to research for a weakness. Or not weakness, but an influence.
4: Yes, so I'm going to, like I said, stay close to him and try to see if I can use this to my advantage.
0: So uh, four of the five of you make your way out into the courtyard. The courtyard here is a grandiose site. Breathtaking gardens surround the Senate building. Catered patios segregated by short iron fences, cord- coordinated uh, military displays. Uh, there's, in fact, even a zoo off towards the side uh, with Fish. an exceptionally large lion, uh male lion, that's just Whoa. lounging. He is chained, as well as a variety of other different animals uh, and some birds that are wise enough to stay at a decent distance away from the predators. Uh, Those just wander around and do their own thing. There are even a couple of uh, magical beasts uh, out there as well, um, including a uh, pegasus. Whoa, really? Wow. Uh, interestingly enough, the uh, Wait, Pegasus, okay. it's not chained or anything. It's just kind of trotting around eating the grass. Yeah, okay, I and mean, Pegasi are intelligent, Pegasus. so you can influence them. <laughs> yeah, you can have a conversation with the Pegasus. I mean. Oh, I'm
2: yeah.
3: playing pretty
0: a character for that. That sounds rad.
2: <laughs> and Jessica's on the should have played a druid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it only took three
1: episodes. Well, you put a Pegasus in the courtyard.
0: Uh, including here are also the uh, the large hive of bees. Uh, which are set mm. off towards one side. Uh, next to it are two small braziers that are smoking with a uh, a faint but somewhat pleasant smelling uh, incense, which seems to be keeping the bees rather placid. Uh, of course, all of you, any of those of you who have uh, knowledge and ability, which I believe are all of you, yes, indeed. Uh, are aware that the royal bees are a thing. Really? Uh, in fact, you have to go out and make announcements to the bees and hang certain banners on there, depending upon the bills that are passed.
3: <gasps> That's so cool. That's kind of fun.
0: If there's any, it's actually based on real world things. Like when the Queen of England died, they went and had to tell the bees. <laughs> it's a whole thing. Yeah, It's another so, monarch.
4: It's a really old tradition. Like yeah. the, the bees.
0: I think mean, it started like, in Italy, but yeah. Anyway. So yeah, they've got the bees off to the side, but you can tell that a, uh, a fair number of people here, by the way, the uh, the honey for the bees is actually used in all the teas that's being served here. So it's a uh, oh. royal honey um, if you're hmm. uh, partaking of any of the tea here. Cool. But you can tell that okay. many of the, uh, I suppose, for lack of a better term, the senior nobles tend to kind of come out here, sit on the various benches out here, and then carry on with one another between and breaks between the ceremonies and all the rest of that elsewhere. Uh, this is a much more sedate area as opposed to the game of uh, the Game of Thrones, if you will, being played elsewhere <laughs> inside of the uh-huh. uh, senate building. Roll credits. Yep, don't sue us. Um, <laughs> so for starters, uh, all of you may make a knowledge nobility pertaining towards the uh, the nobles of this area.
2: I roll a 16 for a 23.
0: Okay. I roll a
6: 19 for a 29.
2: Wow. I rolled a 17 for a 24.
0: Okay. I rolled an 8 for a 17. It's not bad. Oliver, you recognize a couple. Uh, The rest of you recognize everyone else. And can, of course, you know, as I imagine, you probably form your own little clique as you step out Mm. here. And Oliver's like, yeah. I don't know who that one is. I don't know who that one is. (laughs) (laughs) Gwen's still back in the Arcade of Triumphs uh, scoping out this dude. Mm Mm-hmm. All of you can recognize, of course, I suppose in order of importance, uh, Princess Utropia, who is here <laughs> uh, as the uh, possibly after tonight heir apparent of the, uh, the throne of Taldor. Uh, she is joined by Lady uh, Gloriana Marilla, uh, who is uh, her family, while it's not exceptionally powerful itself as far as its lands and holdings and such is concerned, Lady Marilla is widely known to be um, exceptionally politically powerful and extraordinarily savvy. Uh, in particular with her connections with the uh, city as well as a uh, nation of Absalom. Uh, in particular, she is well known for her uh, supposed secret connections with the uh, Pathfinder Society, which are not so secret. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in addition to that, you do recognize three others of some import, uh, all three of them being senators themselves. Uh, these include Landgrave Ogvai Jarlsbjorn, uh, which is a towering Ulfin man uh, who stands off towards the side and watches all of these uh, the matters somewhat curiously. Um, looking a little bit out of uh, out of place. There's also the Earl, Gahim Varema, who is a young looking man of uh, obvious Vudrani descent, uh, who is uh, kind of standing there like awkwardly smiling at everyone as they make their way by, nodding politely to them. Uh, seems to somewhat stand out here. Hmm. Uh, that being said, he seems uh, a rather affable type. And lastly, standing uh, somewhat near uh, Lady Marilla is a young woman that all of you recognize as the Marquess Charlotte Duchamp, who is a young woman probably in her 20s, not nearly as ostentatious as everyone else here. In fact, she honestly looks more like she's coming here for a her funeral uh, as she is wearing all blacks and grays uh, and mm-hmm. has her long black hair just laying down instead of done up in a fancy do uh, as many of the other nobles. However, you are aware that the landgrave, the earl, and the marquess are all uh, senators as well.
1: And the marquess and given far, that said. Wednesday
0: Adams, got yeah, that mm. strong Wednesday Adams vibe. Fair. You make your way out to the courtyard. There's a swelling of the crowd towards that area, kind of uh, leading you along, giving you indication that something of note is about to happen. Mm. Uh, dozens of senators, well wishers, hanger on have begun to gather around the newly arrived princess Eutropia Stavian. Uh, who seems to have somehow slipped into the gala both uh, unnoticed and unannounced.
1: Hmm. That's a feat in and of itself.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the time that all of you have arrived, the princess has already attracted a large gaggle of several dozen nobles. She seems to be politely discussing, although you can again only see like the bob of her, her hair <laughs> over the uh, the crowd of people here. After a moment, Lady Gloriana uh, Marilla brings up her glass, like loudly clinks on it with one of her rings to basically get everyone's attention and uh, quiet everyone down. As many people look over towards her, the princess Eutropia would like to address the gathering. She turns, the crowd almost turning in unison, giving Eutropia some space. As Gloriana extends a hand, helping the princess to climb onto the garden's uh, stone railing around the central pole uh, so that she's at least far enough above everyone can be heard easily over the throng of people here. This is the first time for many of you that you've seen Utropia in the last 20 years, other than perhaps at a distance at some parade or such when occasion took you to come through Opara. The princess is tall, relatively speaking, at over five and a half feet. Her hair is a dark brown, and of course, much as it was when she was a child, she has what many people consider the signature Stavian cheekbones. She gives (laughs) a smile. Gives a smile, her eyes bright, wearing a simple dress of green with a blue cloak uh, lined in fur around her neck and a small, uh, for lack of a better term, almost more of a a diadem really than a crown with blue and green feathers coming off the top of that. Uh, Beyond that, she has not gone for anything overly ostentatious and simply wears some pearls as if attending uh, less of an important event than you think perhaps Her literal uh, coronation, in in effect, as the heir apparent to the throne of Tal'Dor. She gives a warm smile. My friends, colleagues, and assorted enemies. There's a (laughs) quiet laugh and a small (laughs) clapping from some people. It is wonderful to see you all out in your finery beneath the beautiful stars tonight. With any luck, the weather will be the only thing that refuses to change this evening. Gosh, she's nicely so worded. Oh. Small pattering of uh, applause from the group. I think we contribute a little bit. You yeah, know?
5: heck
2: yeah, we do.
0: We have all gathered here tonight to honor one man. She gestures to the side where you see an awkward man step forward. The same awkward man that Verity and Cordelius had seen on the Senate floor. Uh, yeah. As Calbio makes his way forward, just kind of awkwardly hunches his shoulder and gives a little wave to the crowd. We are here tonight to honor Master Calbio of Breezy Creek, a master artisan and true patriot for his exquisite skill and service to our glorious empire. Master Calbio demonstrates so eloquently that a heart may be noble, regardless of the stature of one's birth. And while it may be premature, I hope to be the first to congratulate you, sir on the exaltation you will see tonight and welcome you into the ranks of Tal'Dor's long-lived aristocracy. She smiles, reaching down uh, as he steps forward, awkwardly takes her hand, you know, kisses the back of it, kind of, you know, turns beet red and waves to the crowd again as everyone politely (laughs) applauds.
5: Hi, everyone. Uh He
0: is all of us in this moment. Yeah. Mm. She waits a respectable amount of time until the applause dies away, takes a moment to adjust one of her rings. Everyone waits with bated breath. But we gather here to discuss matters of state as well. And just as the exaltation reminds us that our glorious empire must always look out into the world to refresh the greatness of its leadership, we must all look out into the world around us and see how it has grown. The child nations our empire birthed. Andorin, Chiliacs, Chiliax, Lastwall have grown strong by examining the great traditions they inherited from our motherland and embracing those relevant to this new world and discarding those that held them back. So too will we, this very night, examine one of Taudor's oldest tradition, primogeniture, with eyes wide open to determine whether it has held us back from the glory and stability our wayward states have found. There is a much more raucous applause at this. (laughs) Hear, hear. The princess smiles. Our obligation tonight is not about one person. It's not about me. And it's not about any one of you. No one vote in the Senate. It is about the nation we love. And ensuring that that nation does not fall behind We are the inheritors of mighty Aslant. And I say that we must work together to avoid sharing that old empire's fate.
5: Mmm.
3: Yeah. There's a
0: hushed silence that rolls through. Oh no, don't yell at this part. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) She raises up her glass. Taldor indoors. There's a shout of Taldor indoors from all over the crowd. (laughs) For Taldor!
5: For Taldor! Tal'dor! Tal'dor!
0: (laughs) There are a lot of cheers as Utopia steps down. Her speech concluded, hopping down from the uh, the railing, suddenly inundated with supporters and critics making their way mm. forward. Good luck this night, princess.
2: I'm hoping all of the luck is on her side.
6: Well, that's what we're here for, to tip it in her favor.
2: I don't think I'm being quite successful yet.
6: Mm. Well, the night is young. Yes, Cornelius is right. Thank goodness for that. Still, good luck to all of you. Mm. I think Gwen has uh, got her sights set On something in particular
1: ah, Well in case it bears any meaning And Cornelius will tell everybody about what he discovered Around the Baron and I you know, kind of invite Everybody to do the same Although I guess you guys are striking
6: out so. Yeah so far I don't have anything to report But if I did I <laughs> would you certainly know, if say if something If I did
1: this would be a great time to do it yeah. I
2: saw a few cute little lordlings I
1: <laughs>
6: oh, remember when we were like that <laughs> Oh yes, painfully we so yes
2: oh, I'd rather not sometimes <laughs>
0: Mm. Yep. All right, everyone. Some child Back. falls off the balcony after being dared. Oh, no. <laughs>
5: <laughs> There's more. <laughs>
0: well,
5: uh, before
0: all of you actually memories. move on, uh, for everyone in the courtyard, go ahead and give me a perception roll. Ah, a oh, perception boy. Roll.
3: Interesting. <laughs> oh, right. This character is so bad at perception.
0: Well, I rolled
6: well. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I get a there two for a two. Okay. I noticed Much that better there. this round. Uh,
1: I rolled. I roll a uh,
0: sixteen for a seventeen. Hey, nice, Rachel.
2: I rolled a sixteen for a twenty-one.
0: I think Rachel keeps waiting for Heather, but Heather's not the. But I'm girl. not <laughs> in no. there. Mm. <laughs> they
1: we're not used to splitting the party.
6: And uh, I rolled a seventeen for a seventeen because I'm also not good at
0: perception, but I happen to roll well. Yep. So, uh, Verity, you're obviously quite distracted. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you're just roused by that speech of like we should avoid going down Aslan's path. Yeah, <laughs> things didn't work out great for those dudes. A meteor dropped on them. <laughs> yeah, <Yep. laughs> not not a good end. No, probably not because they didn't elect women, but I mean, it might have been a contributing factor. However, Cornelius, Oliver, and Felix, the three of you, do note one thing interesting uh, during this speech. Uh, as the speech is winding down and such, um, one of the serving staff has made their way, basically, is broken off through the group, um, heading towards the uh, the apiary near the far side of the courtyard here. Mm. The Senate, of course, consists of the three wooden boxes basically housing this, this large beehive used to pollinate the gardens. Uh, various exotic plants make the exquisite honey uh, used here in the uh, the Taldane Senate. Again, the fact that this person has made their way through during the princess's speech strikes all of you as a little curious. That is odd. Uh, however, Felix, do note not only this odd the odd movement and placement of this servant, but the fact that he seems to be carrying something a strangely colored brick it's an hmm. odd shade of purple
4: hmm a brick
1: like maybe a yeah. brick of incense like they're putting in the smokers
6: it's purple whatever it is yeah
2: i was surprised the servants walking over there right now that's mm, yes. strange they're carrying something mm. it's like a brick brick it's purple
1: uh, well bricks aren't normally purple
2: yes but why <gasps> would they be doing that during the speech it's Rude. Wait, what?
6: Yes, some, one um, of the servants is walking over that way. He's got a brick of purple.
0: I
2: think I'm going to go. Honestly, at loss. Have lost.
0: a look. All right, keep an eye on it.
2: I will. Yeah.
0: Felix, you make your way over. The uh, rest of you are going about your own business.
3: Yep, I gotta go talk to a baron.
0: Yeah, I feel I feel like the high strategos is
6: kind of the bigger fish to fry right now. But that is that is odd, though. So,
0: Felix, you make your way over. Uh, imagine. You know, call for the man to stop. Yeah. Uh, of course, being part of the serving staff, you know, the man immediately stops, turns, uh, wearing the, the uh, black and white pressed uniforms of the, the serving staff here. The man turns back, bows at the waist. Good evening, my lady.
2: Good evening. Where are you in a rush to?
0: I was told to, uh, to deliver this. I apologize if I've uh, interrupted your evening.
2: Oh, uh, not exactly. I was just, uh, uh, you piqued my curiosity. What, what is it that you have there? I'm not certain. You don't know what it is.
0: It looks to be some sort of block of incense.
2: And who asked you to deliver incense right now of all times?
0: Oh, I was instructed to do so by one of the Phalanx guard.
2: Do you know who specifically?
0: Um, no, he approached me and he placed the wafer in my hand and told me to take it to the beehive and uh, to light it.
2: Do you know what it does?
0: I would assume to keep the bees placid. Huh. I am not a uh, an apiarist. Uh, looking this over, you may make a knowledge, nature, or a uh, craft check. I craft don't... alchemy, specifically, if you have it. Otherwise, just a untrained uh, craft check. Uh, yep.
2: Yeah, that would be an untrained craft check, I guess.
6: Uh-oh. But then again, I, I don't know if any of us have nature or craft alchemy. So I can no. roll
4: all the knowledges. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, okay. Uh, well, I might do well on this. I rolled an 18 for a 19. Yeah. Nice.
0: <laughs> you think back to a couple of years ago, to your husband's brief foray into Wins <laughs> and Beats. No, he likes his hobbies. Sounds like one of those things that instant disaster. disaster. It was horrible. And, uh, and two, that's when you found out your daughter's allergic. Oh. 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 Yeah, anaphylaxis
4: oh. is awful.
0: Mm. <laughs> Fortunately, you're a cleric.
4: Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, very good.
0: <laughs> you take the the brick, smell it, note a, a distinct, harsh smell to this. Not only do you think that the smell might agitate the bees, you think that there's a small amount of black powder. Whoa! Hey! Not enough to make an explosion, but maybe a very loud popping sound in close proximity That's to the bees. enough to scare the
1: bees! Enough to scare the bees into swarming. Um...
4: I do not think that you should light this. Um, Just I'm, take it. He's a servant; and can't tell you no. Run,
5: run! He <laughs> <Felix>, does <don't>, run. <laughs> don't. Um, I
4: if, mean, proverbially, run. <laughs> uh, if you do not mind, I would like
2: to uh, double check on this before any lighting.
0: Um, you'll you'll forgive me for saying, that, but that's a quite odd request.
2: I know, but uh, humor me.
0: Um. He seems to be torn between um, your station and the authority of the Felix Guard. (laughs) Mm.
2: Uh, I don't suppose you could point out who specifically handed you this brick.
0: Um, No, Uh, he was a Taldane man, uh, short cut military hair. Uh, You'll forgive me, but um, with the haircut uniform and such and helmets, Mm. uh, all the Taldane Felix. uh,
2: You do all look alike.
0: They do have an intentionally uniform appearance, man. Oh, like
6: they have a uniform.
2: Mm. So I'm going to let you in on a a little secret. I'm pretty sure this has black powder in it, which would have the exact opposite effect.
0: Like the fireworks plan to be used this evening.
2: A little bit. So I don't know if perhaps some got dropped on this on accident, but I think it may have the opposite intended effect. So I would like to take this off of your hands and verify that it still needs to be used.
0: The man... Looks at the brick of the incense, looks at you, looks back at the beehive, slowly dawning look as he turns and looks over at Princess Utropia standing uh-huh. some 30 feet away. Yep. And then quickly offers it over to you. Uh, Take this, course, I don't want it. <laughs> he does not want to be an accomplice for an attempted murder. If, wow. if I am, uh, Turns out the princess is allergic to bees. <laughs> no. Could
1: be, we don't know her life.
0: Uh, of, of course, ma'am. Um, if there are any questions, uh, You can find me. Uh, I will be, uh, I'm mostly doing running uh, in the kitchen. So uh, if you need me for anything else, uh, my lady, uh, I will be there and will be, of course, happy to uh, assist you in any way further. Um,
2: I'm so appreciative of all of your help. Thank you so much. And don't let me keep you any longer. Scurry away.
0: Yes, thank you. (laughs) Scurry away. Uh, uh, Scurry
1: away. uh, Away with you.
6: (laughs) Back to once you came. (laughs) Dismiss.
1: I was trying
2: to be nice.
3: He tries extra
1: hard to scurry to meet your request.
3: I mean, fair.
0: (laughs) So the uh, good news is, mm -hmm, you did successfully keep the the bees from attacking everyone in the courtyard. So there is that.
2: All right. Uh, They
0: play dirty here in Tal'Dor. Uh, The bad news is uh, that did take you some time. You will be taking a minus two penalty on uh, whatever check that you're doing for this next session because you basically cut into your time for the next session to resolve Mm. this issue.
2: I think gotcha. not having bees swarm the princess though was worth the minus penalty. Oh for I,
1: sure. I agree. Sure. Well done. Oliver could have tackled her into the water to protect her
2: <laughs> <laughs> That is a
3: crazy
6: I'm classic sure that would have gone
0: cute. over swimming. I don't
6: know. to cute. <laughs> also, we've technically met. Yeah, but yeah. like yeah, the second true.
3: meeting, right? The as an adult uh, meeting.
1: The, oh we haven't seen each other since we were children meeting? hmm Yes.
6: Let me take a bee for you.
0: Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha <laughs> Uh, that takes us from there uh, over to uh, to gwen over in the arcade of triumphs i believe that you were attempting a sense motive check for uh, duke or the earl
4: come on dice that's better that's hey. a 12 for a 16 all right a 16. there we
0: go uh, strangely just watching uh, earl varnassot as he you know just kind of watches what's going on generally seems to be uh the man obviously is uh he makes those ex- the expressions Mm. On his face as he looks over at one of his, uh, you know, his hanger-ons or whatever. Just kind of rolls his eyes as the <laughs> princess gives her speech. Why is Gwen
3: talking to this guy? Or these oh, tiny guys?
0: <laughs> uh, seems to be very unimpressed. Uh, you get the impression that he's just kind of waiting for the evening to get on with it. Mm. Um, and that he's like constantly glancing back uh, in the direction of a large water clock.
4: Yeah, because he wants the super fancy reveal of his book. Oh, yeah, that's know. right.
0: Ah. Mm. Uh, from that, uh, you may roll me a D3. Uh, so Gwen rolls a3, you kind of get a bead on him. You can tell he's especially displeased whenever the princess uh, lets this commoner kiss the back of her hand. As such, you can tell that this is a man for whom for whom bloodline and pedigree probably mean everything, considering how often he brings up his own. Uh, and as such mm-hmm. you believe that you could influence him using knowledge nobility. Oh, wow. All right. That's good to know. Had mm, a <laughs> <laughs> Goodness.
4: Well, my ancestors, too, fought in the Shining Crusade. <laughs> Let's go smooth it up next round.
0: All right. So I suppose you all talk this up again. Uh, scatter uh, out to the winds. Where are each of you going?
4: I'm going back to the Senate floor. Gwen stays in the Ar- Arcade of Triumph. I basically was just looking in the courtyard and heard the speech, but was keeping an eye on this. The Vernissant guy? Yeah.
1: Let's see. I've so on the bonus one that you said was like to be an aide and just like run the communications around between all the people. Yes. Can I, I guess, go up to uh, Martella, grab that, and deliver that in one round, or is that going to be like a two? Uh, round you already
0: move? provided with the sealed letter.
1: Oh, perfect. I mean, it's being delivered
0: to to. Uh... Yeah, take it to uh, Count or Orlando Zespire.
1: Yeah, it's being delivered to my uncle. Okay, fine. Zespire. Okay, in that case, I will. <laughs> um, Okay, Cornelius is going to return to the Senate floor. He is not following Verity, but following Verity. <laughs> Very well. Uh, and this time I think I'll just
0: influence the area, because mm. why not? Very well. So you're making your way back to the Senate floor. So I suppose let's uh, let's start back in the Arcade of Triumphs again. So uh, Gwen, Oliver, what are the two of you doing? I suppose uh, I will go on ahead and
6: I will try to continue to influence the area. I may only do one more round of this, but I feel like there's something important to do here, but I can't put my finger on why. (laughs) Uh, Are you going to stick with, uh, I think you were doing nobility before. I'm going to try spellcraft and see if that goes any better for me. Technically, it's a worse bonus, but the DC might
0: be different. So, That's true. uh, You don't know. All right. And uh, what is Gwen doing?
4: Gwen is going to use uh, the knowledge nobility to try to influence the Earl, and I guess I, I need to just kind of get a general idea about where this book is because I need to somehow flip through it and find something embarrassing.
0: Okay. So. Alright, so let's go ahead and get that uh, influence check from uh, Ross first. Hey, that is much better.
5: Mm, much uh, better.
0: So I rolled a 16 for a 23 on Spellcraft. So, the way that this works is uh, you roll whatever you roll. Mm-hmm. That is compared to the DC, and then every point by which your result on uh, that skill check exceeds the DC adds to the point specific to that area. So that actually mm. just garnered you nine influence points in that Whoa. area. Wow. There oh, we oh go. Oh, my God. Uh, which, unfortunately, is not a threshold yet, uh, but uh, well, you've just done a ton close. of headway towards it. Yeah. So bringing your influence score in uh, the Arcade of Triumphs for the party up to nine. Hey. sweet. Uh, just for your own edifications, uh, influence cores usually tend to be in increments of ten, okay. so very close yeah. to being a threshold. Oh yeah. man! Uh, sometimes nice. they're in increments of fifteen. Okay, good to know. Uh, and again, every area has two thresholds where something happens for you. So again, uh, while your initial like attempt to kind of like, oh, okay, these are the like these are the family lines of these items and all the rest of that mm. stuff. Uh, doesn't do much Uh, you start to you start to gain uh, a little bit more clout as you go around and talk to the people here as you're just as most of them aren't that interested in the actual history or anything else but when Mm. you're just like it's like oh you see that weapon there and that's a magical flaming longsword they call it a flame (laughs) tongue Mm at which point people like wait wait what it flames, yeah. like it, it yes, burns it, things. It's like, oh, you yes. can set it
6: on fire. It can actually
0: direct a beam of fire at somebody if you point yeah. it at them. This was used to battle against the frost giants, making their way down from the fog peaks. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Now I'm interested. You say it stabs things and burns them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, violence. Humanity loves it. Yes. In the meantime, Gwen, you uh, you make your way over. I believe you're going to talk to... Uh, Earl
4: Earl Vernasant.
0: Yep, Calhadian. Okay. Mm. So you make your way over to the uh, the Earl, who uh, watches you as you approach, gives a nod, uh, kind of glances over, glances down. Oh, Lady Kester.
4: Good evening. Gwen smiles and inclines her head.
0: Good evening. I am Earl Calhadian Vernassant, of the line of Vernassant. He bows, reaches out, takes your hand, kisses the back of it, if, assuming you don't mind.
4: Gwen reads, resist- this is the urge to say, I know, everyone knows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: You should do the whole schmoozing, yes, I know you by reputation. <laughs> I've heard so
0: much about you. You must be the sister of our illustrious Lord Ramillard. I am. Ah, uh, I had the pleasure to uh, hear your performance some years and years back, I believe it was.
4: Yes, I, I don't sing at the opera very much anymore, unfortunately.
0: Uh, a tragedy.
4: Well, fallen into the family duty of serving our Lord Regathio.
0: Uh, of course, I'm a firm believer in a pursuit of faith. You see, my ancestor, Arnasant was a, a dedicated <laughs> follower of Aroden. He gestures to Do I have to, to make a
4: check arm. to keep a straight face? Anyway, um... <laughs> <laughs> Roll for <laughs> boredom! Yeah. You're a noble, it's we'll practiced. Say, <laughs> his oh, faith definitely. carried
0: him through, of course, in his battles against the Whispering Tyrant.
4: Well, of course, everyone knows the story of General Arnasant.
0: Yes. I simply wanted to explain my... Respect for uh, your brother, the paladin's course, is a difficult one, especially (laughs) he gestures out around him, especially in the halls of the Senate.
4: He does have opinions now and then, I I say.
0: (laughs) Oh, I'm certain. I'm certain.
4: You know, he did fight in the world wound. And of course, our own line fought alongside your ancestor in the Shining Crusade.
0: It is true. I understand that the uh, the Castners did a great deal of good uh, before the uh, rebellion that we won't speak of.
4: Yes, that side of the family will be dealt with sooner or later, I imagine.
0: It's true. And might I simply say that I find it disgusting the way that your family has been treated.
4: <laughs>
0: you are a fellow daughter of Tal'Dor. And as such, we should all be working together. I know that there are many families of uh, chelish Relation that uh, do not agree with their distant cousins.
4: It is true, but some of it can't be helped. You know how it is around here proverbial shark tank.
0: Oh, yes, yes. Quite, quite. But perhaps something like that will change here soon.
4: Though I do hear that you have quite a reveal to make later on tonight.
0: Oh, I do. I have a great number of, uh, grand reveals that I brought here for this evening. You say I am a close supporter of the Grand Prince, and let me simply say that there are surprises in store for everyone. (laughs) For everyone? (laughs) The bees? Uh, The lion in the courtyard. I brought him myself. I trained that lion to serve as a mount. What?
1: Hmm. What? (laughs) I'm sorry. Pause. I want a lion mount now. (laughs)
0: I mean, you can if you're so a cavalier, cool. technically. <laughs>
3: I'm a I mean, samurai. I'm not that kind mm-hmm. of samurai.
0: My diviners tell me that he is descended perhaps even from the very sane, same golden lion that Taldarus <laughs> slew 6,000 years My
4: ago. My God. Well, that is <laughs> of course. very interesting. So is there any way one could sneak a peek at some of these wonderful artifacts you've brought with you? Not all of us are going to have that great of a view on the Senate floor?
0: No. Unfortunately, that is, of course, outside of my own control. I have handed them over to be uh, represented here. The Ridden Port Museum, while exceptional, is hardly the place for such uh, glorious artifacts as my family possesses. Heirlooms of antiquity, many of them still humming with the very power that was used by my ancestor, Arnesot, uh, during the <sighs> Shining Crusade.
4: I did notice Artesant's armor was on display.
0: Oh, it's true. I'll let you in on a little secret. It leans forward. I tried it on myself before we brought it in.
4: Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. I- and one must say,
0: it seems to be an excellent fit. Of mm-hmm. course, he <laughs> of would course. say that. Olly. I think perhaps the... Uh, we sense motive that? The strong bones and stature of the Vernissant line hold true even after all these years.
4: It's a magic set of armor. It probably resizes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, probably. I
0: Duh, yeah.
4: I mean, it would be hard to resist that sort of temptation.
0: Oh, you know, of course. And hopefully someday uh, we'll be able to finally get back some of our most illustrious treasures from far and wide. I understand your family's, of course, missing a fair number of them, thanks to your Chalaxian branch. and I have been petitioning uh, for years now for the return of my ancestor's shield, but they keep all the fragments of that hidden away in vigil. Oh, wow. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, that is unfortunate.
0: Yes, yes, unfortunate. But as far as the items that I brought here today, um, no, unfortunately, I've handed those over to the uh, the curator of antiquities, a uh, Miss Val. I believe she's around here somewhere. Uh, lovely woman, commoner, but still seems to be quite capable in her craft. Hmm.
4: She's here in the Arcade of Triumph somewhere.
0: Oh, I'm certain. They have a restoration room here. Uh, she said that before any of these items, as old as they are, can go out on display, they want to ascertain whether or not they're... Uh, Any sort of danger, as it were.
4: I can't imagine they would be any sort of danger.
0: Well, she tells me some story of a necklace that was provided some centuries ago that seemed to have been a a beautiful necklace with uh, white and red pearls. Apparently one of those was some sort of... uh, bead that explodes with a fireball of oh sorts. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! It Apparently one so of the horrible. serving staff got a little too close with a candle. No. And, uh, oh
5: they have no. to ascertain
0: things. So I'm certain it's being held but there'll be a grand reveal for all of the items that I've brought. Oh and trust me you won't want to miss Oh, oh no! No! Oh my god.
4: <laughs> well, thank you for this rather lovely conversation. I look forward of to course. the grand reveal.
0: The man smiles. Leans down, kisses the back of your hand again. And of course, if the casters should ever need anything from the vernissant uh, I hope that you will speak highly to your brother. I look forward to working with him more closely. I should uh, imagine that my in station will be very shortly coming once the prince sees all that I am brought tonight.
4: Well, good luck on your endeavors.
0: Of course, of course. And to you. Go uh, with the blessings of your lord Regathiel and walk beneath the gaze of Aroden.
4: Oh, sweet Jesus. Ugh. Gwen would <laughs> smile and try not Gwen to make it like, so Aaron's obvious. like dead and then walks off. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she's
1: smooching real good. All right, fun fact for the Pathfolk. How many times did he say Arna's <laughs> <laughs> You in
4: gotta that see it. And yeah, walks away in a way that she hopes doesn't mean, it doesn't look like she's totally running the frick out of there. Oh she,
5: my she God. She knows
4: what she's doing. <laughs> now I gotta hey. find this Val lady.
0: But hey, you got the information you needed, so yeah. that's yeah. Sure. So, Felix, you make your way out of the uh, the courtyard, past the empire, the Emperor's Hall, past the uh, the Senate floor, where you can see uh, Verity and uh, Cornelius down on the floor below, before eventually rounding the corner and making your way into the Imperial Archives. As you make your way into this area, again, it's a wide archway leads back into this area, leading you to what arguably could have been... Galarian's greatest collection of transcribed knowledge had any care been ever invested in the upkeep of this place. Oh, Walking mm. in here, it is like a librarian's nightmare. No! With books Aww. simply taken down. Even as you're walking through here, there are scores of nobles just like, you know, cruising around, taking down a book, flipping through things, maybe like showing something to somebody, leaving it on a table, putting it back on the shelf in the wrong place.
2: Ugh. I figure she's just like, I teach my daughter to put things back better than this.
1: If y'all
0: don't see it. Ross is fuming right now, like literally shaking.
6: I tackle the nearby senators.
5: <laughs> How dare you! Put it back. Ross himself, not Oliver.
6: No, no, not Oliver Ross. Yes.
4: Ross manifests in this building, punches a bunch of people, and leaves.
0: Uh, that included. You are also, um, as you make your way in here, you are aware. Again, this is it is a beautiful area. Again, the marble floors, marble surrounding walls, many of the bookcases are made of solid oak and line the entirety of the walls here up to the 25-foot height of the ceiling. Wow. Wow. With long rails that run along the top and ladders to allow one access to above. And massive oaken tables. They occupy the center of each of these, uh, the long areas, the halls. There are private areas off towards the side, many of them about some 10, 15 feet across, Uh, 20-foot deep, lined with books and books and books. Uh, Unfortunately, there also appears to be almost no organization here. Add on to that that centuries of uh, redirected funding and senate-sanctioned pruning of, quote, sensitive information, uh, usually involving the genealogical information in here pertaining towards various noble families, uh, has ruined the once immaculate reputation of the archives. The vast library now acts more as a repository of haphazardly curated books, uh, Senate minutes, uh, genealogy records left open to the scrutiny of uncaring nobles. Today, a host of rising aristocrats and aspiring courtiers come here to tout their knowledge of Taldane history, uh, from what you can see, judging by the various people here. As you make your way into the Imperial Archives, you round the corner to hear what is otherwise, again, it is relatively quiet in here compared to elsewhere, mostly because there are not musicians performing in this area. But as you round the corner and begin to approach, you hear a loud shout, one of anger, and hear raised voices coming from up ahead. As you begin to round the corner, you can hear the voices growing steadily louder. uh, As these two individuals seem to be, you're going to only guess, on the verge of possibly having a duel in the very Imperial archives, judging by the (laughs) level of their voices. (laughs) Wow. Good grief. Felix, you make your way forward. You round the corner. And we'll pick it up here next time. Oh, man. oh, okay. <laughs> oh dang it. Uh, thank you all for listening to us, uh, for listening to the first three episodes. The next episode will be available next week uh, or is already available if you're listening any time past the first week In of January future. of 2023. 20, thank you all to uh, our supporters, of course, on Patreon, uh, as you are... 100% responsible in the reason that we are still doing this. Uh, yep. So thank you for your continued support. If you have not uh, chosen to support us and we maybe tickled your fancy with all this talk of <laughs> Arnazant and, ta- and uh, Last Wall and the Shining Crusade.
4: He's way cooler than his descendant, by the way.
0: <laughs> he's yeah. much, he's much cooler, dude. Weirdly, yes. Uh, go and check out our Patreon uh, and you gain access at the $5 tier to our actual play of the Tyrant's Grasp Adventure Path. Uh, it has been a phenomenal story and only is getting better. So uh, stay tuned for that. And until next time, good luck, Pathfinders.
5: Bye,
2: Pathfinder.
0: Good luck, everyone. <laughs> I tackle another person. Ah! Yeah. Just
1: brawling, <laughs> just, just straight brawling. That's the raised voice. It's, it's tackle, just for us. It's like
0: free free action to tackle Earl Arneson. <laughs> <Armason. laughs> <laughs> Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. War for the Crown is copyright 2018. War for the Crown and the Pathfinder Venture Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.